Hey guys, before we start today, um, I just want to say real quick, Jared informed me that uh, the Dodgers won the <laughs> World Series. I'm not really sure what that means, but I guess that's a good thing. And Jared is a big Dodgers fan, he told me. Um, so congrats to Jared on their base of ball team. Dodgers. Dod- Dodgers. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, fantastic. So, um, do you know if any of them play fantasy football? They actually all do. <laughs> they have really? a fantasy league. Yeah. Wow. I-, I love the Dodgers. That's fantastic. Wow. Just, yeah, they, they just sound like good guys. And, um, they should listen to this, uh, to guys being dudes, fantasy football for some great, uh, uh fantasy advice. What's better than this guys being dudes. Welcome to Guys Be Dudes Fantasy Football. This is your host, Noah Absolute. As always, with me is Michael Smith, Jared Williams, and Kieran Day. I'm going to get those pointing ready. If you're on the podcast, I just try to point to people in the Zoom. You guys know how hard that is. Up, down, right, left. Nobody knows. I had a fantastic fantasy week. This was a fun one. Guys, how's fantasy going? Michael, you look like we are in different moods. How you doing? Well, last week I came on here and said I had my first 0-3 week. I was primed to have my – well, not first, but have bounced back with a 3-0 and week. All I needed was somewhere around 14-plus half PPR points from Allen Robinson and Robert Woods. And guess what? I got it. I had it. There we go. Let's and go. It's the problem. They called a wide receiver sweep when the game was in hand. Robert Woods <laughs> and I lose. And Allen Robinson got back the fumble points and then gets hurt on the same play, game over. So I lost that matchup. I can't complain, though. My team scored like 80 points. But to be fair, I missed a touchdown when Tyler Croft tripped. I benched Deontay Johnson. Just a tough week in that league. Yeah. All I heard is that you couldn't put up 140, and uh, you really don't deserve to be in the league if you can't do that on a weekly basis like me. How about you, Jared? Karen, how are you guys doing? Uh, pretty uh, good in one league where I have Rams defense. I've been <laughs> undefeated since I claimed the Rams defense. And this is a running joke in this league where I added Rams defense and then my team just went off. It's perfect. So, continuing the tradition, it's going well so far. Still need my boy Austin Eckler back. Other than that, it's okay, though. Yeah, for me, as it's been pretty well documented through my complaining – in our chat, as well as in our opening <laughs> segments of this show. It's been pretty a really sure most season. of the population of the world knows that you're not doing great by now. Yeah, <laughs> but, but I did have my first three and a week this week of this season so far. Uh, very short handed, but I still pulled it out some close games, but it felt good. It re- reinvigorated this flame for fantasy football. I had to take a week off uh, and, and just tend to my wounds for a little bit, but I'm back. <laughs> I'm excited and ready right. to go. Well, your boy went five and one, uh, four Ooh. and two last week. So, you know, this is the part of the season where Noah always heats up because the draft is really a lot of luck. But when it just comes to real skill and when, you know, when you're, when you're in the paint, when you're on the line and you need to hit the guy in front of you, that's where I, you know, that's where I come out to play. But uh, this is Guys Be Nudes Fantasy Football. You can follow us on Twitter at Dudes Football. We are on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, 
Facebook, not on. Well, not I'm on, on Facebook. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I just, <laughs> I just started listing social medias and I got lost. But, anyways, let's get into some fantasy news. Um, CMC, greatest fantasy player of all time. Hold on. Yeah, there he is. I have a, for the podcast, I have, a, I have a, a CMC bobblehead I just shook for the YouTube audience. Hop on YouTube. And it uh, looks like he's not going to be starting this week on Thursday. Going to be next week. So, Kieran, you got one more week of Mike Davis. Thank God. Um, but the interesting thing is we heard reports that Mike Davis will stay involved in the offense. And I, I don't see any reason why they would. I mean, CMC is injured. He's the guy that's going to be the backbone of their franchise for the next 10 years, you know, hopefully. So, I mean – Team is decent. It's we. You know, every time I look at the Panthers, I'm like, that's not a good team. But they keep doing all right. I mean, what do you guys think? Yeah. Do you think CMC is going to just hop back into his, you know, number one role in the league? I think I think he won't get the hundred percent snap share that he was getting last season, and in, in terms of in, in in terms of that coming back in. But I do feel that Mike Davis will have a role, maybe not a fantasy role, but he'll have a role for the Panthers in terms of winning games, being you know a change of pace back, giving him some rest. I don't know if he's going to be someone you're going to toss in your flex or have any confidence playing, but you never know with high ankle sprains. Guys take a long time to come back from those. Uh, look at Alvin Kamara and Saquon from last year. It took him a couple of weeks to get back and revved up. So uh, you never know. It's one of those things we just have to wait and see. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. And then uh, going on, there's a lot of trade rumors around the NFL right now. We're approaching the trade deadline, and one of you can pull up that date for me right now. That'd be great. And we have a lot of wide receiver uh, to the Packers rumors, even uh, rumors that Mike Thomas, the Michael Thomas, will be traded. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I think, really think you can make many moves in anticipation of these trades. I think Will Fuller or Brandon Cooks will be leaving the Texans this season. Uh, and I think that the Packers will be uh, acquiring, maybe not one of them, but somebody. Do you guys think that the, this was the – could this be the Packers strategy all along? Don't draft a receiver and just we'll, – we'll figure it out later. We'll trade for one down the road. I don't know. I think it could be. It could be. Mike, I, don't I, don't know. Say? I don't know if that's the strategy because it, it, you can see a lot of times when people get traded for and, or, you know, free agent wide receiver comes over, it takes a while to develop that kind of, the rapport with the quarterback and the system. Absolutely. I don't know if, but I mean, I wouldn't put it past them. They make some pretty yeah, maybe the decisions. Maybe I'd probably be a successful more. receiver with Rodgers. Next <laughs> Tuesday, trade deadline, November 3rd. Thank you. Ooh. So we'll see about day. that. I'm and really excited. Deadline day. Yeah, what would have What's more important? You watching right. ESPN or CNN? <laughs> well, I'm probably going to do ESPN on the TV, CNN. I'll just like look at my phone, see what updates are happening. Uh, Des Bryant coming out of hiding. Who? What'd you say? Des Bryant to the Ravens practice squad. I thought this was a fantasy uh, show. <laughs> I don't know. It's just news. People like like it. Okay, yeah, uh, let's let's clarify that. Do not add Des Bryant. He's not fantasy relevant yeah, whatsoever don't. right now. Uh and then uh, this is big uh fantasy news. Odell Beckham Jr. torn ACL last week on a interception return. I guess really, you know, the really the only guy you want to find an interception return is DK Metcalf, obviously. <laughs> Odell didn't get that memo, but you know, hope he gets better. But we're going to talk about the fantasy implications later. And then one thing I want to talk about real quick is, is something I've been working on for years. It's, it's a strategy, and I think I've perfected it. And, and it's Noah's Paxton Kicker Strategy, otherwise known as NPKS. And uh, what it is, is every week for waivers, you drop your kicker and pick up a uh, running back 
receiver, tight end, even a quarterback. And then uh, at the end of the week, you just screw over your league mates, drop the guy who is probably rosterable for whatever dumb kicker is going to be on your team this week uh, to put up dumb field goals, and uh, you win championships, okay? And, and that's the NPKC, NPKS, excuse me. I love it. Uh, I've actually been doing that too, just like in the back of my head, except I picked up Young Hoku in a couple leagues. Yeah, and I just couldn't drop. Legend. There's like there's like two or three guys, but honestly, like the variability, like for me, it doesn't matter. I feel like it's not that hard to predict decent games. I'm gonna get six points at least every week for my kicker. Let's get let's keep moving. Uh, Let's talk about guys. I asked the team, what's one big thing you saw this week, and I just want to hear like what's one of one of your biggest fantasy implications about events this week. Okay, I'll go first because I feel like this one of you guys can piggyback off this. And uh-huh. That's the Patriots. Hmm. And with the Patriots and Cam Newton, we saw after week one, I saw people saying that Cam Newton would score upwards of 20 touch rushing touchdowns this year or more. That's where they set the over-under, and people were saying over. That's looking like that's not even close. He got benched. And he's taking down the whole Patriots offense with him. Julian Edelman has been nowhere to be found. James White put up one point this past week. Mm. The Patriots are now, like, not even good. They might even trade Stephon Gilmore. And then over in Florida, Tampa Bay is having just an old dandy time, and everybody's coming Tampa to visit. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Well, I mean, so far, Tom Brady was the magic sauce, and Bill Belichick was just kind of, a, you know, riding shotgun. Because Tom Brady's really good. And he's like 112 years old. I mean, and on top of that, they're getting Antonio Brown. I, I, we tr- I think the entire fantasy community was like, you know, don't Tom Brady's not going to be fantasy relevant because everyone's, you know, on the rushing quarterback hotness. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with this receiving core, I mean, it's almost impossible. I mean, it's, yeah. it's absurd. So Tom Brady, legit, I would even consider trading uh, for him if you're quarterback needy. I think that he still is kind of off that fantasy hotness trend and they have a fantastic playoff schedule not something you should push super hard but but yeah and then the other thing I wanted to to bring up is that the Niners 49ers have just had their series of ups and downs this year but as I've been saying the coaching is too good Uh, they have such a you know well-oiled machine there and it looks like they're back on track to be a contender in the best division in the NFL besides the NFC East (laughs) absolutely (laughs) Uh, yeah, but those were some fun takeaways, and let's get into some studs and duds. So we're going to talk and see, are these guys legit? Are they going to keep up this amazing production a la Tyler Lockett, 15 for 203 touchdowns, mm. or, you know, a little bit of a disappointment uh, like Ezekiel Elliott with, uh, you know, you can count his fantasy points on one hand probably for the next few weeks. Uh, so let's get into that. Starting off with Tyler Lockett, I mean, before his huge week, Two for 39 and four for 44. Mm-hmm. I mean, what can you expect going forward? Well, I've always the- been I've always been very high on Tyler Lockett. I see him as just a guy who has an amazing rapport with Russell Wilson and kind of he's going to go with that flow in terms of how Russell oh. continues to flow. throw. Oh, wow, that was three in a row. Oh, go with the flow. Wow. Russell Wilson going to throw. <laughs> but – I mean, right now, Russell Wilson is sustaining two top 10 wide receivers in terms of points per game. And when you have that type of 
weaponry on the outside. Sometimes it's going to be up. Sometimes it's going to be down. Sometimes it's going to be your game. Sometimes not. Mm-hmm. And I think Lockett's just someone that's going to be in your lineup all year. He's proven to be consistent in terms of year-end fantasy points, and those will be there. Um, so I don't think – are they legit? I don't think he's a 203 guy ever again. But uh, he's a great touchdown um, source and yeah. also a great deep ball source. So kind of you, you know what you're getting with him, and you're going to keep firing him up. Like yeah, just run, for, it's amazing. another guy it's amazing the shift in seattle's mentality from so run heavy to now so pass heavy and a lot of that's because their running back room is decimated but yeah tyler lockett just said it forget it yep another guy who's had a lot of up and downs deontay johnson had another big week nine for 80 with two touchdowns on 15 targets and we've just seen this Steelers receiver core really produce unlike anything anyone predicted with Chase Claypool coming in, Juju not producing the third-round value that you drafted. Deontay Johnson, legit? Yes. 100%, without a doubt. 100%. See, just watch the injury bug because he yeah, didn't play the whole game and he had 15 targets. But that's, so when he's that's out there, my he's, point. Yeah. I – we'll get into it later. I'm kind of worried about Deontay Johnson. When he's out there, he's great. He just – and I just saw an injury report today that he has a toe issue. Like, he's still – it's so young. He, that he he's he sat Wednesdays with the toe injury as a Deontay Johnson from the beginning, even when he was fully healthy. So I'm not worried about the toe. When he left last game, it was an ankle. He had a concussion earlier in the year. I don't think the toe will be an issue. They need him to be fully healthy. He's clearly their best receiver. Though that was three different injuries already. This guy's yeah, young. Within a week. I, <laughs> when he is on the field, obviously he's going to produce. But I mean, I'm selling high, and I, I want to get him off my team. I don't want to have to deal with that. It's obviously about the value, but. I'm not looking for him. DJ Moore, a guy who was drafted really high, four for 93 and two touchdowns. I mean, touchdowns are there finally. I'm not buying into this one particularly. He, I mean, he's getting out-targeted by Robbie Anderson. He has one huge touchdown where the safety is like 20 yards away from him. He just runs straight and just blows by him. Uh, I mean, obviously he's playing the Falcons this week, so – that's a pretty good start. But, yeah, I, I'm not really buying this four, four catches, two touchdowns, one of which being like a 60-yard bomb where he's nobody's near him. Yeah. Still happening in the same life. way. He's playing, he's playing the Falcons. If he goes for a good game on the Falcons, I'm rushing to try and trade him if, if that's me. And I was a huge DJ Moore fan coming into this year. It's just you can't, in my opinion, I don't want to rely on guys who are getting four catches a game. You know, that can – you see how it goes the other way the first couple weeks of the season without the big 60-yard touchdown, which is partially skill, so you can't take that away from him. But uh, I just don't want to rely on it. He's not an A.J. Brown type of talent, in my opinion, where that's something where I think could be sustainable. A.J. Brown. Cole Beasley, (laughs) 11 for 112. Only one game under 10 fantasy points, and that was week one. I mean, with John Brown out and even John Brown in, he's been great. Is this legit? Um, I don't understand it, but it makes a lot of sense. And John Brown, uh, I don't know. I don't know what his status is for this week. I don't think he's practicing, but he's kind of been phased out as that number two in in Buffalo. Dude, Cole Beasley is relevant every season in fantasy. Yeah, I don't. And he's been. He's on, never drafted. He's always relevant. He's always going to be on your team at the end of the year. He's about the most. It'll be interesting to see their involvement this week because John Brown did come back and practice today. I'm certainly buying Cole Beasley. Josh Allen needs a safety blanket underneath. So, but it'll be interesting to see with the three top receivers. Yeah, and you're starting to see, you're starting to see the entire offense kind of 
tone it down a little since Josh Allen his first four weeks were just explosions and he hasn't been taking the deep shots as he as he was the first couple of weeks and you want to mm-hmm. see if that's maybe a defensive matchup type of thing which could be definitely a thing or you know is the offense shifting a little to you know the dink and dunk which I don't think it is but it's just something I've been noticing and it definitely correlates with Cole Beasley getting more and more targets. I think you should have a fine week this week against the Patriots. Uh, here's a fun one. I, another guy that the entire fantasy community was off, Robert Gronkowski, looks like he's getting back into football shape, shifting away from WWE shape, which is more just looks <laughs> and, and muscle. Um, 18 PPR points per game over the last two weeks. And the, look at these splits. Week six, five for eight for 78 yards and a touchdown. Week seven, five for eight for 62 yards and a touchdown. If that's not consistency, I don't know what is. I mean, and with the tight end landscape – this guy seems legit. I yeah. mean, who is this guy? Rob Gron- Robert Gronkowski? Yeah, never heard of this little guy. Yeah. I wonder how much money he's making this year. Hopefully not <laughs> that much. <laughs> Anyways, no, I-, I feel like there's nothing else to say. You're just gotta be, he's got to be a roster. He's got to be started. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah. with, these, with the receivers going down. You know, this guy this week, that guy next week. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Here's a fun one. A guy I just couldn't mm. hype up enough last week. Justin Herbert. Mm. Uh I, I was going to say the next Josh Allen, but he's looking like he might even be better. Maybe the next, the next uh, Justin Herbert. He's the next Justin Herbert. Awesome. I mean, he's an every-week yeah. starter. And that schedule coming up is just – Yeah, top. rest of season, is he a top five QB or a top eight, nine QB? Where would you put him? Neither. Ooh. <laughs> what is I'd he? Put, I'd put him top eight. I think, I think he's borderline top 12. I think he's really, really good, but rookies have this – Second half of their year, you know, they cool off. People figure them out. Um, the schedule is right, really good, but you never know. I mean, I, I, I believe in him. I think he's amazing talent, and I love watching him because he's one of those guys where they actually just let it – they let him let it rip. You know, they're not protecting him. They're saying go out there and throw it as far as you can and see and how it goes. Deep, and he does it, and it trash. works. So, I love watching it, but I think it's – So, it's I guess, uh, Kieran, you got to – you're below 10. I'm above 10. Let's smack it on the wall. Ooh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Fine. Last. Wait. One more uh, legit guy I want to bring up. Not on the dock is the Detroit Lions, baby. Three and three, <laughs> five hundred. Just having a stellar year. Uh, beat one of the uh, the best receiver teams in the in the league, the Atlanta Falcons. I mean, I mean, who have just been uh, scoring a lot of points this year. Are the Lions legit Super Bowl contenders? <laughs> All right, let me stop you right there, Noah. You wanna you wanna put me in a little slap it on the wall type of bet? Raiders are three and three. Lions are oh. three and three. You wanna slap it on the wall? All right, moving on to uh, <laughs> the duds of the week. We talked about Josh Allen, and uh, you know I'm a little nervous about him. I have a lot of I have him in a lot of leagues. I just traded him away in one, which I guess is, you know, a good, good value for him. But is he going to be a top five quarterback? I mean, he was such – he was one of those top three, such a solid guy for the first part of the season. But he's been uh, third straight week under 20 fantasy points. I think he'll be in that quarterback five to eight range sort of. I mean, they trust him throw the ball. They really haven't tried to establish Singletary or Moss in any game. Last week – he got to the red zone so many times, and they just didn't score touchdowns. They attempted eight field goals against the Jets. So part of that definitely is on Josh Allen, but there's definitely some progression coming. Yeah, I'm worried about him. Mike Evans, three catches in the last two games. Ugh. I think we're all on the Ugh. same page here. He's going to have a Ugh. great week this week, and then you ship him off for a guy like Tyler Boyd, maybe even like 
Deontay oh, Johnson. If you can. Love that. Love both of them. Yeah, if, if you, you can. can. Do, that, do that in a second. <laughs> Maybe it's a little too easy based off point. the feedback. Yeah. Uh, Jerry Judy, two for 20 and then two for 32 in the last two games. Those were against the Patriots and the Chiefs. I like Judy going forward. I mean, the, the, the Broncos have a pretty easy schedule going forward. They've had a tough past few weeks. I like the Broncos offense in general for the next five or six. I think this is a buy low for, for me. I don't know. I think he's a borderline droppable at this point. I don't even know if he should be owned in 10-team leagues. Yeah, It's I, one of those yeah, things. That, yeah. I don't really trust their quarterback play, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's one of those where you, if you buy into the second-half rookie wide receiver that happens every single year, I think he's the most or one of the most talented rookie wide receivers that's come out in a long time. So he is the one. He the, is the yeah. No, so what I'm hearing is in our PPR league, I have Jared Judy. You want, you want to make a trade? So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I could give you maybe <laughs> Keelan Cole. <laughs> uh, and then last one, a big one, Ezekiel Elliott uh, with Dak Prescott has had 12 and 6 fantasy points in the last two games. This has been the most highly contested player in fantasy football recently. Uh, let's just go around the horn. Each Everyone can give their, their opinion. I'm going to – I'll start – I mean, I think he, I'm a sell. He has tough schedule coming up. I mean, if you can get a guy, I mean, we got to obviously compare him to somebody, but if you can get him for someone like James Conner, are you doing that? Oh, gee. I'm taking, I'm taking James Conner. I'd probably keep Zeke just because I think James Conner is too fragile. I feel like, I would yeah, too. I'd rather have Zeke. Okay, what about um, James Robinson? I was going to say that next. I That's a like, good one. I feel like they're pretty – I know Mike's not taking James Robinson. I'm taking Robinson. At this point, I'm Mike. Shit. <laughs> I think it's pretty close. Any other thoughts on Zeke in general? No. <laughs> I think you're in that, yeah, you're in, that, you're in that muddy ground where you can't really do much with 12 and 6 fantasy points in the last two games. Let's Either go get, get him some, or you hold on. Let's get into some waivers. Uh, I get a lot of names, and it's mostly Drop City. J.K. Dobbins, Zach Moss, James White, Mike Williams. If those guys have just hit your waiver wires, I would go grab them if you have an extra spot. Lastly, some guy to just keep an eye on is Irv Smith. They've got him immediately involved into the passing game. against. It was against Atlanta and Seahawks last two weeks, eight for 10, eight, uh, eight receptions, 10 targets, 109 yards. But I think that he might see an increased role going forward uh the vikings are one of the teams who need more pass catchers they really i mean the percent of targets going to justin jefferson and adam Thielen alone is like by far the highest concentration in the league for uh, one team so i think they could get herb smith going a little bit going forward and then lastly is Derek carr i thought he had 25 points against kansas city 20 points against tampa bay and listen to schedule coming up cleveland chargers denver Kansas City again, and he's a stud against Kansas City, right? Atlanta and the Jets, Derek Carr uh, is going to be a legit streamer. I do remember in our first episode, I said Derek Carr would be – it was like a top 12 or top 14. I said something stupid. But yeah. he's, we he's kind of close to there. We'll yeah. pull that up for some week. That okay, offense but, is making moves. Yeah, tagging off that. Nelson Aguilar, we talked about him when he first started getting some work in. He looks super good. He scored each of the last three weeks. He had nine targets this past week. Uh, his last three games, he's had 14, 14, and 21 fantasy points. And he's he just looks like he – this is what people wanted Brian Edwards to be. 
and Brian Edwards is unfortunately hurt and he can catch the ball for some reason now. I don't understand it. So I don't know. I really like him and Corey Davis. If he's on your waivers, every game he's played this year, he's had double digit fantasy points, obviously had COVID. So he was out, but I mean, last week he came in and he put up another good game had another touchdown. So I like Corey Davis. Yeah. For me, uh, a couple of guys that, might have been dropped due to IR designations. Uh, something Noah touched on a couple weeks back is, you know, keep an eye out for those, some diamond in the roughs that are low on the waiver priority because they were on the IR. Tevin Coleman, um, we touched on the Niners earlier, and I think they're one of the teams which is kind of a blessing for fantasies. The system is what makes the player good, and it's kind of just next man up. Whoever's there, you start them, they're going to be great. And Tevin Coleman has the opportunity to do that for the next couple weeks with Jeff Wilson Jr., McK- or McKinnon's always getting a little dinged up. You know, Mostert's out. So keep your eye out. Uh, go grab him. Gus Bus for the same type of reason. Um, that's, <laughs> uh, you know, Mark, Mark Ingram has a high ankle sprain. Uh, it's him and a rookie. Gus always kind of gets it done. So that's another depth piece at running back. And then Dallas Goddard, I think, is really going to be a league winner towards the end of the year. So just check to make sure. If um, on IR, Zach Ertz has been horrible and he's injured. So, you know, like Carson Wentz loves to throw it to the tight end. Mm-hmm. So I love that guy. I got a couple of lower end wide receivers. First one, not so much. But Scotty Miller, I think, is due for a big week. You'll hear a lot about him bit later in this show. But Godwin's already out. Antonio Brown's not coming back this week. Mike Evans is going to have to deal with Bradbury. They may not have to throw the ball that much against the Giants. But I think Scotty Miller is going to be the guy there. Darnell Mooney solely for the opportunity and that Allen Robinson is in the concussion protocol right now. And if Allen Robinson's out, it's Darnell Mooney who's <laughs> guess going to get those targets. Which Darnell we, Mooney looks pretty good. He's, and he does look good. They keep throwing him the ball. And a very off-the-radar guy. He's on the Jets. He'll probably disregard. But Denzel Mims made his debut last week, and he got the team high at seven targets. I think he had over 70% snap share. Jameson Crowder's always hurt. He could be a guy that you could potentially plug in if you really need a deep flex, say you're in a 14-team league, maybe. Let it, let it stay weeks. No one's thinking about adding that. Yeah. Right. Keep that keep that name in mind. I like that. Uh, let's get into some trade targets. Uh, I'll start it off. Ooh. Here's a fun one. The Steelers defense. It's the number one defense in the league. If you have good depth, listen to this schedule. Baltimore Dallas, Cincinnati, Jacksonville, Baltimore, Washington, and in the playoffs, Buffalo, Cincinnati, and the Colts. I mean, you're all, they're already the best team. I would pay up for, for, for Steelers as a differentiator. I think they can win you a championship. And then, uh, you know, about week five, when I'm, I look at my one and four teams and I say, yeah, I'm going to make the playoffs. I start to, look at the, I start to look at the playoff schedules, and two guys I am targeting for the playoffs is Lamar Jackson, who has a really tough schedule coming up. But if you have a good, if you have a good uh, record right now and you can take, you know, a little bit of a hit for the next few weeks, his playoff schedule is fantastic. Another one, David Montgomery. Houston, Minnesota, and Jacksonville in the playoffs. I love, uh, I love him as a guy that's been real boring recently. You can trade, uh, you know, a depth piece for him probably, and he's going to probably put up 15 a game in the playoffs. All right. I don't mean to, to beat the horse dead here, but Travis Fulgham, <laughs> let's just keep bringing him up so you keep remembering this guy's name. This guy's yeah. good, and he's playing the Cowboys this week. I mean, Ooh. come on. It's the Cowboys. And he gets to play the Cowboys one more time after this. The Cowboys what do you guys? Suck. What do you guys think about Jalen Rager, though, coming in? 
I don't think he really will take anything from him. I think he'll more be in that Greg Ward role and Travis Fulgham will be on the other side. Alshon Jeffrey coming back. That could pose some troubles if everybody's healthy. That Maybe that's just a little too many mouths to feed. Yeah. Why don't we get some Eagle talk from our resident Eagle fan? Yeah. I mean, I think Jalen Rager should be rostered in every league. He's the first round pick. They want to get him involved. He had like a eh, first two weeks when he was healthy. He's coming back. And Wentz is, has got to be excited about this kid. You know, I mean, we have Ertz out. Those old, those old farts, Alshon and, and, and Deshaun, Deshaun. Woo, got it, <laughs> are not going to be uh, relevant. So, yeah. How about that other guy, Justin Jefferson? Why Justin Jefferson, Jared? Justin Jefferson is because the Vikings suck so much that they're going to have to be throwing the ball all the time. And it's one of the reasons why I don't really like Dalvin Cook is because he's probably not going to be getting more than 15 rushes a game because they're going to be down so much all the time, which means they're going to be passing and they want to get their rookie wide receiver involved. There's no need to, you know, not be feeding the ball. He's got multiple years left on his contract, nothing to worry about. So just feed Justin Jefferson the ball. I don't know. He's like the yeah. number seven right, right, right now in points per yeah. game. I don't know if you're going to be able to trade for him. Yeah, it's going to be tough <laughs> to trade for him. But I can jump into mine real quickly. Similar to my uh, Gus argument, Dobbins, I feel like, is either on waivers or on the end of his leash kind of with some teams. Just take a flyer on it. won't take much to get him, and he's got some upside. I don't think he's a play right now, but it'll be nice to have him come playoff time. Uh, Josh Jacobs and Kenny Galladay are two players that I think were drafted really high and I think are supremely talented players that have disappointed a little bit. Kenny G, because of injury, he's coming back, and he's, um, he's looked solid, hasn't had the touchdowns that we, that we hope, but I think he's going to turn it around. He, he was drafted as a top-five guy, and same with Josh Jacobs, drafted as a top-eight running back. So if you can get him on a discount, uh, I, would, I would recommend it. Like those, I'm going to be quick with mine. I'm buying high on the Bengals wide receivers, and in particular Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins, because their schedule going forward is very easy, especially their playoff schedule. They're going to be – in a lot of games and they're going to have to be throwing the ball and they're, I mean, Joe Burrow can sling it. I mean, he's thrown for 300 passing yards, in like five straight, whatever that stat is. And T Higgins and Tyler Boyd are just really good. And for me, Jonathan Taylor is going to be the MVP of the second half of the season. They've already said it. They're coming fresh off of a bye. The offensive coordinator has said that he's ready to actually take the reins. And if that rings true, he's going to be a stud in the second half of the year. I mean, he's been way more efficient with his touches than Naeem Hines and Jordan Wilkins. So, the Colts should set him free. And then Allen Robinson, just like Kenny Galladay, was drafted highly. That hasn't quite performed to that level, but his schedule going forward is very easy in terms of secondaries he's going to be facing. So you may be banged up. You might even miss this week, so the owner might panic. And last one, I talked about him last week. I, I don't think Miles Gaskin gets the respect he should get. He's been very steady. He's been a better version of David Johnson in terms of getting 14 to 16 fantasy points over the last few weeks. And he's only getting more and more touches with two other going to try to get him even more involved. So those are the guys I'm looking out for. I like that. All right. And let's get into some trade away. We'll get through these quick Colts D uh, they've had an easy schedule in the beginning of the season and they have a hard schedule going forward. Get them off your team. Maybe get ready for this. <laughs> Maybe you could trade away the Colts D and maybe a little, a little JK Dobbins or maybe a little, uh, I don't know, or Yavi, you don't want to be trading away JK Dobbins. You get it, that a player of that caliber for Steelers D. 
I got Deontay Johnson. I mean, it depends on the value, but I just don't want to be dealing with the injury. And then Zeke, I think, is a sell. And then lastly, Antonio Gibson. Okay. They were ahead of the Cowboys all, all day. They won't be ahead in most games like they were. He had zero targets. McKissick is stealing all the targets there. He's a sell this week for me. Kieran, let me know if you want him in uh, our California <laughs> league. Uh, I'll trade him for him and someone else for Julio or AJ. I don't care. <laughs> all right. Hey, quick, quick on show trade offer Antonio Gibson and Diggs for Julio. Julio. Oof. I need running back. I'm starting Le'Veon Bell and. You uh, offered that trade to me before, and now I'm, like, thinking maybe. Yeah, well, well let me think about it. Let's not, <laughs> let's not waste the viewers' time with my thought unfair. process. You're a wimp. You couldn't pull the trigger on the show. <laughs> uh, let's, let's, let's keep it going. All right, I got Juju Smith-Schuster. Uh, <laughs> he finally had a good-ish game. Obviously, didn't get the touchdown. But 14 targets, 9 catches, 84 yards. The last three games, he didn't have more than five targets in all three of them. So I think now's the perfect time to sell him. They're not going to be in shootouts with the Titans every week. Good time to get him off your team. Um, I can quickly say mine. I don't have too many, but against Noah, I mean, I can see why if you have a really good record, you could trade for Lamar, but his schedule coming up is pretty rough. And if you drafted him, you paid up to get him. So you're probably in a little bit of a bind unless you drafted well at the end of the round. So um, if you need to trade him for wins now, you just got to keep in mind the goal of fantasy football is to get to the playoffs, not to preserve your best players for the playoffs if you're not going to make it there. So assess your own situation, figure out, you know, do you need wins like now and don't get attached to his last year's production because he's not throwing the same. Uh, two wide receiver names quickly. Uh, Claypool, I think, is really attached to the opportunity he's given. So he's not one of those guys who's game script proof if Deontay Johnson is out there you saw he wasn't very involved so if someone's in love with that four touchdown game or wants the upside um, like we say look for the value see if you can upgrade there and then Amari Cooper still getting tons of targets um, but I don't know about that one just because I don't know about the value but if you can trade him I would yeah mine's easy we talked about him earlier it's Mike Evans in the four games Chris Godwin has played he's obviously hurt right now Evans has 12 total targets in those four games. They're adding in Antonio Brown. Gronk's only becoming more involved. If you can trade Mike Evans, I don't know what his value is right now. I'd, I'd give him for a bag of chips. <laughs> okay. Sweet. Let's get into some preview of next week. We have Washington, Arizona, Houston, Jacksonville on. Bye. We're going to start off with Thursday Night Football, the Falcons at the Panthers. Uh I guess that the Falcons are going to be ahead most of the game, and then the uh, Panthers are going to come back in the end and just throw it with DJ Moore <laughs> and uh, do good. But, but seriously, guys, one thing I want to talk about today, we got to put some respect on the Todd Gurley because another guy that everyone in the fantasy community loved to throw – this guy's old, this guy's washed. He is tied for the most rushing touchdowns with seven. He is second in rush attempts and six in rush yards. So you kind of get – well, you know, he's not that crazy efficient – but uh, I feel like he's kind of like mixing. He's getting the he's getting this crazy volume. He can't really find the ends on that often. But eighth in PPR right now in 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 points. I mean, I feel like he might even be a trade target uh, if you can. Uh. But if you can capitalize, I mean, such great volume. If you can capitalize on him being a boring uh, fantasy player, 
I like – here's a fun I one. Think he, I think he's one of those guys where if you drafted him, you were probably like, I'd have Todd Gurley, and you're just excited that you have that value. But he's not one of those guys where I'm trying to trade for him and be like, yay, I have Todd Gurley now. I think that's like the exact situation I am with him is if I have him, I'm happy, and I'm not going to get him. Noah, as a Zeke seller, would you sell Zeke to get Todd Gurley? Oh, Jesus. No. What? <laughs> You're thinking about no. this? I, I'm gonna do Zeke. Yeah, Zeke. I bet he. I bet he wish he didn't die for the league in touchdowns right now. That's hey, I can't believe yeah. that. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, and then let's get. Oh, Matt Ryan. Okay, Matt Ryan against the Panthers' decent passing, or Teddy Bridgewater mm. against the worst passing defense in the league. You gotta go, Teddy. Teddy. I think Matt Ryan. Teddy. I'm going Matt Ryan. Ooh, Ooh, let's do smack it on the wall. Smack it on the wall. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, just quickly okay. for some listeners who might be in the situation, if CMC is active for the game, are we still playing Mike Davis, flexing Mike Davis? He's not going to be active situation? for the game. So that's – Indicate- Oh, it's already been declared? Like it's almost certain. But, yeah, okay. you're not you're, – my, you Mike can. Davis might be a deep league flex, but probably not. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. All right, Vikings uh, – or wait. Yeah, yeah Vikings, Packers, uh, Aaron Jones still unsure – if he's going to start. So, I mean, Jamal Williams did an incredible job filling in. You have to love it. If, if he's out, Jamal Williams is, you know, top 12 back this week, probably. And yeah. then, uh, you know, Devonte Adams. I mean, what else is there to say about Devonte Adams? Adam Thielen. He has two in this game. plus point games. Devonte Adams Thielen. He's, he's like top five and he's missed like three games. Literally. Yeah. He's really good. I would watch out for Adam Thielen this week. I think, I think he will have a good week, but he's, Jair Alexander, the corner for Green Bay, has been a lockdown corner. Yeah. So I'm hoping that he's shadowing Thielen and then Justin Jefferson uh, might be able to squeak. I wonder, deep touchdown I wonder how they're going to play that because both Thielen and Jefferson can play outside. They can play in the slot. I wonder how, how Jair is going to play if he's going to yeah. shadow one. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see. Very interesting. It is. Like, who is the best receiver on the Vikings? Adam Thielen. He has a touchdown. It's, out, every it's game Adam. He's played. Yeah, it's probably Adam Thielen. <laughs> but pretty soon it'll be Jefferson. Interested in just to, to watch this decimation happen. It's the Jets versus the Chiefs. It <laughs> oh, is geez. Bell's revenge game. I wouldn't be surprised to see Le'Veon Bell score a touchdown. That's true. Maybe even two. I, I could see Andy Reid putting him in there just so he scores against the Jets. Not much needs to be talked about here. Except P. Ryan finally did get the majority of the snaps and touches. He played 72% of the snaps. He did score, which lifted his value last week. But I just don't think the Jets are going to be in enough games where he actually is getting the ball that much. But he's someone that could have a decent amount of volume. You said finally, as if we've been waiting and praying and begging for Michael P. Ryan to get 72% of the snaps to run for 2.4 a carry. <laughs> guys, 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 what do you think the spread for this game is? Oh, my gosh. It's got to be guess. I'm guessing 16. 17. 20. It's, it's 19.5. <laughs> That's insane. Oh you don't Hammer see the that over. Football. Hammer the over. <laughs> wow. It's a 48-point over-under. 19.5. That is – I mean, it's not even bad. I, I would actually take the the Jets in that one, I think. Yeah. I mean, they – when they lose to the Bills by, like, seven? Eight. Yeah, I'd take the Jets. It's hard to lose by <laughs> – Actually, no. Points. It's the Chiefs, man. It's <laughs> – yeah, I'm taking the Chiefs. Um, Le'Veon, does Le'Veon Bell yeah. have this big revenge game? Does he, does he get it done? Nobody I scores think- a touchdown. 
Yeah, yeah I they're think for he, sure going to get him in the goal line. Yeah, I think he worked this into his contract with whoever he <laughs> signed with was, you have to let me just go berserk in this one yeah. game and then I can settle in. Yeah. Hey, um, uh, but, but they might lose if they bench CEH. I mean, who, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> um, do you guys want to talk about Bell versus CEH going forward? Or I think they're both great plays. Or, I, I mean, mean, CEH is still a great play and Bell if you need to. Kind of a break glass if you need. Yeah, CEH I'm worried about. I mean, obviously you're just going to need to decrease his ceiling a ton um but i think he's still like a, a very solid low-end rb2 mid rb2 yeah okay i think we can move on there uh another matchup in a divisional game uh patriots versus bills i'll be interested to watch this to see if the i patriots know can turn it around and also the bills have been waiting so many years to just take a shot at the patriots and finally land on top <laughs> so i'm really excited for this game i do think cam uh, is going to turn it around for this game. I think it'll be an interesting game. I don't think it'll I'm be I'm so a excited for this one. No touchdown is, game. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, what I'm are your guys' thoughts? I don't want to watch this at all. I want to watch this because this is such an important fantasy game because these are two teams that make made started the season off really hot and then just fallen off, made a complete 180 in the past few weeks. And this could really be telling, especially, you know, because of <clears> divisional <throat> rivals or – you know, I don't know how much they've been rivals over the past decade or two, but uh, but yeah, I'm excited for this one. Are you even starting? Um, no, absolutely not. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't start Cam unless you unless you need to. But I, I think uh, no Patriots skill players, no Patriots skill players are need to be started. Your I think Bills you can start James White. You can start James White. I would not start James White. He had one target and one carry last week. I'm not interested yeah, in that. I still think you can start it. Jared, what do you got for us? Because I'm watching that game. Okay, yeah. Uh, the matchup of the week, the Steelers and the Ravens. You know, we've, we've talked about the all these Steelers receivers enough. Uh, not much to say. This is literally just – this is perfect to watch for as just a football fan. Definitely the game of the week. I'm going with the Steelers in this game. Definitely. Absolutely. And I, I'll take the Ravens. I think it'll be what? at least a touchdown win too for the Steelers. At least, are you? Yeah, I, I'll I take the spread it. there. I'll take the spread. This Steelers yeah, defense is three and a half point spread. This Steelers defense is insane. The Titans yeah. in the second half they shred. the Titans are good. So the Titans are the, the, the Titans are the number good, one offense. In I don't the NFL think they're. Right now. I don't think the Ravens have proven to the be juice. Want to hear I, something crazy like about the Ravens? More. They have had a score. They have had points scored in every quarter they've played this season. That's wow, not, that's, that's just, crazy. What? I don't think the Patriots have scored in the first quarter of a game this season. <laughs> <laughs> the Ravens have scored in every quarter. That is wait, crazy, Jerry. Wait, did you say the Ravens have scored or been scored on in every quarter? Have scored in every quarter. Uh, Why would that be impressive. less surprising or more surprising? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Okay, let's get into a uh, fun one. Rams versus Dolphins. We're going to see Tua's premiere of the, to the NFL. Oh. And why against the Rams? Why <laughs> against Aaron Donald? I mean, welcome <laughs> to the NFL, kids. Slap him in the face. And, <laughs> I mean, Jesus. Like, I mean, in terms – Gaskin, I think, is a low-end RB2. Devonnie Parker, uh, asking for a friend, do I start Devonnie Parker – or Mike Williams? Devontae Parker. Mike Williams. Mike Williams had one catch this week. Devontae, yeah, but Devontae Parker like against rookie. Jalen Ramsey yeah. into his first game? Like, yeah. For yeah. any other option, I don't want to start either. Uh, I think Mike Williams um, is a fine start. 
yeah, we'll let me go check real quick. We'll come back to it. But <laughs> another thing, Preston Williams now with Tua uh, is droppable. Okay, let's see. We got Mike Williams or Devontae Parker or Jalen Rager. That's an uh, interesting Mike one. Williams. I would start Mike Williams. Week. I think he's a boomer bust guy, and he busted last week, and he boomed the week before. So pick your pick. <laughs> All right. I like it. You love Herbert. Especially for the two on the show here, Raiders and Browns. It's actually a pretty high-profile matchup. Browns looking pretty good. Did lose Odell. Without Odell, I think Rashard Higgins ran a route on every single one of Baker's dropbacks. It was something, some weird stat like that. He's going to be clearly involved. Donovan Peoples-Jones had that great cat touchdown at the end of last wow. game. Honestly, don't think Jarvis Landry gets that big of a lift. He has not been able to make an impact this year. I think, I think the Browns are just going to spread it out. Obviously, Hooper's still hurt, but I think when Hooper's back, they can maybe have him and Bryant playing two tight end sets, give them some more bump. I just think it's collective across the board and not everything going to Jarvis Landry. Yeah, let me just yeah. say real quick for everyone out there, get the Sleeper app. Last week, I was, you know, you doing your last-minute DFS switches. I got a notification from the Sleeper app. Harrison Bryant going to be the starter over David Njoku, and I put him in all my DFS lineups. Ends up with two touchdowns, and I won seven dollars. Let's go! Ooh. I do think but, one uh, thing to note. I think one thing to note about this is when Odell is not there, Jarvis has always been a very solid, not flashy, but very good wide receiver asset to have. So he is playing with broken ribs or something of that nature. So mm-hmm. I would keep uh, that in mind. I can see why he's not producing that well, but I would keep your eye on him. I think he could have a big game, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Then on the Raiders cool. side. Josh Jacobs has been pretty inconsistent. They obviously had a bye a couple of weeks ago. So I think it's like here on it could be someone you're looking to target. I expect yeah. this bounce back a week for the Raiders offense. I expect this to be a pretty high scoring game. I think Waller's going to have a big game. Ruggs could catch a deep pass touchdown. But I think Josh Jacobs is going to have a much more normal game this week. Ruggs or Aguilar going forward rest of the season? Aguilar. Ruggs. Ruggs. Ooh. I'm Aguilar. Ruggs. Ruggs has been injured. He's getting off. He's getting back off the hamstring. He's going to get more involved. It's so interesting. They're such similar style players. Mm-hmm. Ruggs has uh, the higher, highest passer rating when targeted in the NFL right now. That, he just doesn't get targeted. But Derek Carr off. always has those weird deep ball stats that don't <laughs> translate to wins. Yeah. So, I don't know. <laughs> hey, we're, 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 getting, we're getting through it. Um, let's move yeah, on. Yeah, three and three. Okay. The Lions are three and three, man. Come on. Like, We've had a really tough schedule. I don't want to hear it. Okay, so the 49ers <laughs> versus the Seahawks. Another – I'm just – Big game. They can be this so This is my game of the week. To be, to be hungover Ooh. after Halloween, to get out of bed, <laughs> get on the couch, and just watch like 10 straight amazing games is going to be just exquisite. Okay, so 49ers, Seahawks, uh, Debo and Jeff Wilson Jr. are going to be out multiple weeks. Another soft tissue issue. Um, McKinnon last week was having – was slated to be the starter, and who knows what happened. So I don't know if I would personally trust McKinnon this week um, with Hasty. You know, Jeff Wilson looked like he almost broke his ankle in the third quarter, and then McKinnon, who'd been active, didn't get any of the work. Hasty immediately came in and got the work. Quick question. Uh, this is for for mainly Jared and, and uh, Mike. So Kieran right here, he was a high school basketball phenom, best player Ooh. at our school, led us to to the uh, the playoffs. <laughs> if if Kieran is plugged into the, so just he's an athlete basically. Kieran is plugged <laughs> into the 49ers backfield. Does, yeah. does he produce? I mean, because anyone they put in there is just <laughs> well, making it happen. Kieran's a Joe, pretty nice guy, so 
And that's what that, matters. That, that translates to NFL running backs, as I've seen. So I'm gonna uh, go. the age I think he's Justin a decent Jackson flex play. Joshua Kelly, nice guy to pay. Decent flex play, you know, second half of the season for Kieran. Um, <laughs> I, I'm going to just say now we've been having because we talked Kieran knows Joshua Kelly he's one of his good friends and uh, Jared's <laughs> sister knows Justin Jackson who's also one of her good what? friends My and uh, and or <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> wait who knew Justin Jackson My, oh that's so embarrassing My <laughs> sister. Mike's, point being we have direct connections to both these guys yeah. we should just have them on the show and have the people right. decide who is nicer yeah. because we had talked about it last week who was nicer maybe we could tweet at both of them if one responds that could settle it we'll I sent him the link tree yeah, we'll figure it out. What are you guys doing with this Seahawks backfield? It seems like everybody is basically injured. Uh, not basically, everybody is injured. They have DJ Dallas left, left on the roster who blew a, blo- a pass blocking assignment, basically that like, almost cost them the game or did end up costing them the game um, on Sunday Night Football last week. There's yeah, really just avoiding nobody. this backfield or playing yeah. whoever. Yeah, that's People were so yeah. hype about Carlos Hyde. I got a text in one of my leagues. How the hell did you let me get Carlos Hyde, everybody? Mm-hmm. And I was like, because I, because I don't think he's going to do that good this week. Even if Car- Carlos Hyde is in, there's no reason why he's going to be the bell cow. I mean, they're going to split it with DJ Dallas. For, he's going to get some carries, and I think the 49ers are going to keep up, and they're going to be needing to pass the ball too. You know, that defense is looking yeah. not as good as it was last year, but but decent. So I'm not really excited mm-hmm. about the, the Seahawks running game. You're obviously firing up the passing options and Russ. Yeah. All right. Oh. Bucks, Giants. Another crazy win. classic. Oh, yeah. oh my God. The Bucks and the Giants. Chris Godwin, Anyways. broken finger. Uh, I saw Bruce Arians say he's not optimistic it's going to be only one week. It could be, I feel like this is a two week injury, maybe three at the most. So obviously, Evans and Scotty Miller should shoulder the load this week. Antonio Brown can't play till next week. But more importantly, the Bucks' backfield. Leonard Fournette actually had a good game, and he can actually catch the ball. That one thing Jacksonville did good was they taught him how to catch the ball in his final year. And <laughs> Ronald Jones can't catch anything. What's, he sucks. I'm worried about this. Because, dude, Ronald Jones, three, yard, three games with 100 yards in a row. And, I mean, I've, I was saying before, like, this is just a bad coaching decision. How can you stop this? I mean, they're ahead of the Raiders by a lot, so it didn't really matter that much. But listen to this. Fournette led in snaps 38 to 31, routes run 21 to 13, rushes 13 to 11, and targets. Here's a big one, 7 to 2, like Jared was saying. That's the big one. Fournette finished the game with 17 touches. I have Ronald Jones in multiple leagues. I just traded for Ronald Jones in a league, and I am actually not that worried about Ronald Jones. I think they're both, you know. I think Fournette's a sell high. I mean, there's no reason – just because Fournette has a bigger name, that there's no reason why, you know – It's just the passing gonna... game. And Leonard Fournette is actually good at catching balls. And Ronald Jones really is not good at catching. And we'll with Tom see. Brady, loves to dump the ball off. That's I mean, who do you want rest of the season? It's, it's – I don't know. How do I you think... say – I don't know. It's totally Ronald Jones. I, I don't know. I mean – all, all this tells oh, me is that it's just this team is a Brady team. It's unpredictable. 
someone's going to be here, someone's going to be there. It's whoever's open gets the ball. It's whoever is performing at that time gets the ball. 300-yard rush games in a row and you haven't earned the backfield just shows that I don't want to be, you know, relying on Ronald Jones come playoff time on my roster. Yeah. It's weird because that was a rushing game script and they're just like, whatever. Brady just wanted to pile on the stats. Bruce Arians does not care about about destroyed us. He already said that with his wide receivers, but don't complain about snap counts and targets and catches. So rude of him to not care about fantasy, honestly. Let's get into America's favorite segment. Before we do that, you can follow us on Twitter at DudesFootball and many other uh, places where a podcast and YouTube show can be found. Due to the week, this is definitely our best Dude Dud week so far. I smacked the competition with Justin Herbert. 38.48 38.48 points. Michael demolished everybody with DJ Moore. Two tuds, 23.3 half PBR points. Jared uh, dominated with 22.24 <laughs> from Tyler Boyd. And Kieran succeeded with Gio <laughs> Bernard, 18.1. Dud of the week. I also uh, did really well. Kenyon Drake, 4.6 half PBR. But you know, obviously that injury is going to be tough. Uh, hopefully it's better. Michael, Derrick Henry, uh, it, uh, so we'll give it, was, it to you. He was held, he was held 75, the game. And yeah, 75 yards and a touchdown. That is a disappointing Derrick Henry if, game if I've ever seen one. Jared, Juju, <laughs> that's a no from me, dog. And then Kieran, <laughs> Josh Jacobs, 4.6 half PBR points. I think we went like seven and a half for eight. Like, that was pretty good. Yeah, great week. I get like a 15 out of 10 there, so I, I – I pick up the slack from you guys. No, right. no worries. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Let's do it again. Why not? Starting yeah. off with my dude of the week, Daryl Henderson versus Miami. Oh. Uh, you know, I'm. it was sad to see Daryl Henderson not get that touchdown last week or earlier this week on the Monday Night Football game. But I think that the Rams are ahead all day. And I think Daryl Henderson has one of his patented 120 total yard games, maybe a touchdown or two as well. Because – uh yeah that's because. that's why because i don't like malcolm brown can go can go back to to home <laughs> who you got mike Gotti miller for me and it's easy godwin's already out antonio brown's not there this week and mike evans is going to deal with very underrated cornerback and james bradbury i think scotty miller's going to eat this week richard higgins or scotty miller this week Scottie richard Moore. higgins Huh. Ooh, Clap okay. it on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, I'm going Travis Fulgham. Sorry. I have to. I hate it's the Cowboys. Okay. Cowboys are so uh, bad. Yeah, I mean, play your Eagles. This is your time to – Your time in the sun. Um, I'm going to go with Brandon Ayuk. Uh, no Debo nice. Samuel playing against Seattle. And he's involved in both the passing game and the rushing game. So, uh He's going to be involved, and I like players who know they manipulate touches to make sure he's involved. So I, I'm, I'm excited about that play. Uh, we can get into some of our duds of the week. I'll start it off. Um, I guess maybe not, as that seemed to be too easy, but I'm saying any Baltimore running back <laughs> that is playing, if that's Mark Ingram, yeah. uh, Gus Bus, Dobbins, okay, none so of them are going to If Ingram doesn't play, do you think Gus and Dobbins both have bad weeks? Yes. Yes. Any anybody. I think they probably have a I think they probably have one touchdown between the three of them this week. Yeah, Ooh. who knows. I got 
Stefan Diggs versus Stefan Gilmore. Uh, I don't like, you know, the number one guy versus the Patriots always gets shut down. And I'm worried about Diggs this week. That's my dud. I'm going back into the well. Don't say it. More confident in it. Don't, don't say it. No! It's Mark Ugh. Andrews plus or it's Mark Andrews four and below, and he plays the Steelers, who John Smith didn't really run routes because he had to protect Tannehill with his life. So I think Mark <laughs> may be in more – I mean, he doesn't block that much, but he may be in more blocking situations, and I just think the Steelers do a very good job shutting down the tight end. I don't like Mark Andrews. He's going to get right. three catches. It's either two touchdowns or no touchdowns. Yeah. So that's going to be the <laughs> – I'm going with uh, David Montgomery. I really think David Montgomery is easily benchable in non-plus matchups. And the Saints have the fourth-best rush defense this year in terms of yards allowed. David Montgomery, they don't score very much for the Bears. And he has one touchdown this year. This isn't a guy that is guaranteed anything. There's a good chance he has under 50 yards in this game. Uh, Would not start him this week. All right. And with that, let's get into our DFS. We had a crazy week with mm-hmm. uh, I finally put some time into my DFS lineup and won 180.5. Michael, is that the highest in the season? I probably. Probably, yeah. That's what I thought. I'm far behind. But, uh, hey, give, me, give me some credit. <laughs> okay, well, look at me hopping into third place, no longer last place. Sorry, Jared, that's where you belong. But yep. uh, Michael still up top at 13-5, Kieran at 10-8. and eight. Noah at 7-11, and uh, Jared at 6-12. and 12. Let's get into the lineups this week. Mike, who you got? Well, I took Jared's advice and put a screenshot in there this time. And Jared is a very <laughs> similar team, I'm realizing. Joe Burrow, oh, God. common threads in terms of one particular game. Joe Burrow, Jonathan Taylor, Kareem Hunt, Cole Beasley, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, love doubling up on the Bengals. Johnny Smith, Miles Gaskin, Bills D. Wow, we have really similar teams. I'll just go next. I'm also stacking Bengals against the Titans. I got, and I also have Cream Hunt against the Raiders and Jonathan. T- okay, I got Burrow, Hunt, Taylor, Tyler Boyd, Nelson Aguilar. I have AJ Green though instead. Johnny Smith, Derrick Henry, and the Dolphins. D. I think the Dolphins D this week is. How a did you play. afford that lineup? AJ Green is cheap. Nelson Aguilar is Nelson cheap. Nelson Aguilar is cheap. John Joe Burrow is decently cheap. cheap. Dolphins are decently cheap. I might have cheap. to – okay. Yeah, AJ Green was like 4200 He was so cheap this week. Yeah. I got Jimmy really, really cheap. Garoppolo, Derek Henry, Kareem Hunt, Devontae Adams, Brandon Ayuk, Tyler Boyd, Irv Smith, Marcus Johnson, and the Dolphins D. Uh, like Noah took the more. Noah took the Kieran approach and just shell out and then have one absolute scrub at the bottom. Oh, Marcus Johnson <laughs> over a hundred yards last week against the Lions' poorest secondary. <laughs> um, I'll finish with mine. Um, got Derek Carr coming in at the quarterback position. Never feeling too confident about that, but I'm I'm liking it this week. Hopefully, uh, Alvin Kamara, Kareem Hunt, Devontae Adams, Keenan Allen, Ayuk, Brandon Ayuk. Uh, Harrison, I believe, is his first name, Bryant. And then Denzel Mims and Miami defense. Wow. It does check out. Jared was able to hit on the dot with his lineup. Oh, did you really go and you think I would cheat? <laughs> Noah raised a concern. We're so happy that, that you guys can collaborate and just work together to create your lineups. Because I'm really in shock at how similar these lineups are. Teamwork makes the dream work, right? That's, 
great shootout. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. That's been episode uh, week eight of Guys Being Dudes. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can follow us on Twitter at DudesFootball and YouTube and iTunes and Spotify and uh, much love. What's better than this? Guys Being Dudes.